Ah, welcome to Good Returns TV. Joining me now is uh, Ryan Edwards from TAP, the advisor platform. Nice to have you here, Ryan. How's things? Really well, mate. Thanks for That's the opportunity to come along. No, it's good to have you here, and it's nice to nice to have new faces on the on the show. So, tell me, want to talk about a couple of things today? The first one is on the mortgage space. Like you bought um, Jeff Borden's Q Group, little aggregation group. What does that mean for you guys and where you're heading with a business? Yeah, great question. Um, so, the advisor platform, you know, we've been around for five years, and uh, our goal is to be provide services to help the independent advisor space. Obviously, the mortgage sector is is a huge part of the financial services industry. And we'd been working with Jeff, who's an incredibly experienced, well-known guy in the industry. And we had the opportunity to, to purchase his business and bring that mortgage aggregation service under the broader TAP umbrella, which complements the other services that we'd you know spent the last five or six years providing. Mm -hmm. um, so it enables us to go to the market with a really distinct value proposition um, and hopefully cater to the mortgage advisors that, you know, after years of change might be looking for a slightly different value proposition. So how would you describe your value proposition? I think we really focus on the concept of FAP management. Mm -hmm. So uh, software alone doesn't do the job. Uh, I think a lot of advisors have perhaps jumped from system to system over the years and found that you know, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done uh, around the day-to-day -day operational side, but also as we move into now running our FAP as opposed to uh, getting the FAP, you know, what services are we getting around you know, genuine compliance support? How are we upskilling? How are we getting the CPD? How are we uh, strengthening and growing our business uh, and actually thriving in this environment rather than um, just existing? Mm -hmm. That's what the broader TAP proposition is about. So... The whole mortgage dealer group aggregation space is fascinating at the moment. It's been on the status quo for a long time. Now we've got, you know, you guys coming into it. We have Finshaw coming into the market. I guess Can is relatively new. Yeah. So we've got all these changes going on. What What do you think that means for advisors? Uh, well, it's a great opportunity for advisors to be looking around and, uh, you know, really questioning the value proposition that they're getting from, you know, wherever they're working at the moment. Um and, you know, we're encouraging advisors to take a three to five year view of whatever decision that they make. And um, change is really difficult. Uh, certainly can be perceived as being harder than it needs to be. But we're encouraging advisors to really look at what does their business need over a three to five year plan and who's best placed to provide the services to help them get there. Now, is that just a software solution that they're looking to change? Um, is it a broader conversation around administration, workloads, compliance support? I think there's enough business to certainly go around. Uh, but I think advisors, you know, can probably be a little bit skeptical of, you know, software providers, particularly coming in from offshore that might have a, a solution that's built around another market, you know, whether they're going to cater for the nuances of the New Zealand market. Because let's face it, we are a bit different over here in a good way. Uh, but no, change is great. Change creates opportunity, and uh, I, th I think a lot of advisors, if they're not looking around now, though, they probably should be because mm. they're spoiled for choice. Yeah, and so just coming to sort of the broader um, FAP services, I guess a lot of the focus in the past few years has been on advisors, you know, getting their transitional license, getting their FAP, and deciding what sure. they're going to do. Where's the focus now? I think the focus now really needs to transition into the running of the FAP. Um, Particularly, there's a lot of larger FAPs that have got a lot of advisors that are working underneath mm. that umbrella. And I think that suited a lot of advisors 
uh, going through a very difficult period with COVID and then level five and then going through licensing. There's a huge amount of change and distraction, but the conversations now move from, okay, we've got a license or we're working under a license. How do we prove to the FMA or how do we prove to our head group or, or license holder that, that we are doing everything that we, we should be doing? Uh, and that we're doing it in an inefficient fashion. Uh, there is no point in bringing all this regulation in that's meant to increase the professionalism of the industry if it's restricting the advisor, if they're giving less of that advice. How well do you think advisors are running their FAPs at the moment? Uh, These are like new cars they've got, they're only learning to drive them. Great analogy, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of people with Ferraris parked in the garage, but uh, you know haven't necessarily got their, their P plates just yet. So... Look, again, I think there's that real transition from, you know, I've got all these policies and processes, but could I prove that I'm actually following them? And a lot of that does come down to the systems that you're using. You know, it's all well and good to be able to put a mortgage together, uh, but is it then tracking all of the reporting and governance metrics that we're all going to need to be able to produce in uh, nine months' time when the annual FAP return comes around? Mm. So we're certainly encouraging advisors to not just take what they're, what they're given and, you know, have an aspirational goal that this shouldn't be difficult. Uh, it shouldn't be stressful. With the right systems in place, you should be able to keep on top of the regulatory requirements and run a really good business at the same time. Mm. Those two things can exist in the same conversation. So sort of what a big picture question. So if you look in Australia, there's been a lot of change and the advice industry has been, been decimated. Has. We see in New Zealand, and I guess the anecdotal evidence that we've seen, you know, ourselves is that a lot of advisors have left the industry. Do you think there's a risk that we're going to go down the same route as Australia and just see too many advisors leave? Um, possibly. I think for better or worse, being slightly behind the curve from a regulatory change perspective, mm -hmm. uh, the regulator had the ability to look at the UK and look at Australia and see perhaps some of the uh, unintended consequences that happened with big changes in regulations. So I think, well, I'm hoping we've, we've reached a bit of a sweet spot in terms of making some really proactive change in terms of raising the bar of how businesses are running uh, without necessarily going too far in the opposite direction. Uh, we certainly don't think that any of the changes are particularly onerous or over the top. Uh, they do require some change in perspective. They might require some change in how these guys are running their business. Uh, but none of it seems to be particularly difficult. So I'm hoping that the industry has been given a good opportunity to not self-regulate, but prove to the regulator and the industry at large that we can raise the bar, we can deliver good outcomes without punishing the sector and having that unintended consequence of advisors leaving. Because I guess that the, the opposite would be that they, so we weren't doing that the stick would come out. And, and I think that's both the fear and the opportunity for the market now over the next two or three years as this all settles for advisors to embrace that change, have that aspirational goal that this new regulatory framework should be seen largely as a positive in terms of building consumer confidence and taking a lot of advisors from, you know, sole practices or sole advisors to running a genuine business yeah. with proper reporting, proper tools, proper oversight, um, because there's not enough good advisors. Before this all happened, there wasn't enough advisors, yeah. good, bad, or indifferent. Mm. You have had people move on, um, and there's been a huge amount of distraction, and distracted advisors can't give advice. So 
we are really proactively trying to push the fact that there is so much opportunity now. Embrace the regulations, use some tools and services that are available because the demand for advice out there is pretty high, one would assume. So just finally, you know, um, the New Zealand financial advice sector had often been called a cottage industry yep. that was made up of a lot of sole operators. Definitely. Do you think it is A, still a cottage industry, and B, do you think that sole advisors can exist in this new world? Uh, yeah, good question and, and, and two parts. Uh, yes, for better or worse, I, I still think it's a cottage industry that um, in large sections that now have the opportunity to blossom into uh, you know, quite a professional sector. Uh, but we very much do believe that, yes, a, a sole advisor uh, or small FAPs can 100% exist with the right services in place. There, there's no escaping the fact that there are some bigger uh, obligations now, certainly around that governance and oversight piece. Expecting to do that completely alone, as people may have done over the last few years, is challenging. Uh, but that has 100% been our value proposition, is bringing those tangible services that you can actually see and touch and feel and take a lot of the myth and mystique away from running a FAP because it is not difficult. Uh, and with the right record keeping, the right process, and the right reporting tools, uh, advisors should be thriving in this market. And the notion of joining a big FAP because it's too hard, I think is a, is a short-sighted and misguided conversation. Yeah. Good. Awesome point to uh, finish on. So thanks for that, Ryan. And wonderful to have you in the studio. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>